Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another edition of Lockdown Hot Takes. I'm Elijah West. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hey. Brother Lucas is off for tonight, but we have a beautiful guest. One of the all-time greats. It's Brother Nathan. Hey, guys. I miss your faces. Oh, gosh. It's been a while. Missing doesn't even begin to cover it, you guys. Oh, my God. But Same. this movie, we had a little bit of community going on because we went back to the Mission Tiki drive-in, mm-hmm, y'all. Mm-hmm. Drive-in experience, y'all. It's unhinged. That's the movie. All we knew was it was a Russell Crowe road rage movie. So what better entertainment to take in from your automobile in front of a big screen, socially distanced from your friends yeah. than this film. Yeah, it was perfect for the drive-in. We were driving like 100 miles an hour on the freeway <laughs> to get there. Were you like honking your horn on the way there, Dave? Yes. I mean, yeah. we, we were teasing each other this poster and, and an assortment of gifts uh, throughout yes. our phones yeah. of, of the lovely Russell. There's a particular gift where he's just seething behind the wheel. He's, he's just gnashing his teeth. And whenever anything would go wrong this year, which is pretty much every minute of every hour, yeah. Bishki would send that gift and it would make me laugh every time. Yeah, it gets so, me every time. Even before we saw the movie its reputation preceded itself and we were in the mood for some road crow yeah and it's it's been a month but i have some memories of the drive-in yeah we should say that it's been a month since we've seen a month yeah we were gonna <laughs> do this two it. weeks ago it's gonna be a fuzzy fuzzy hot take test our memories <laughs> as older men here we were gonna record this two weeks ago but there was like smoke blowing into my there was like a bond my room smelled like a bonfire because oh, of the fires and i was like i can't so breathe gross. i need to leave right now and so yeah. i'm in minnesota right now through the miracle of technology we are still as one recording this tonight Different even though brother zones. bishki is so, far away i drove unhinged across the country and <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a minnesota basement right now you were just looping yeah. that russell crowe face the entire time the entire yeah. drive <laughs> yeah just leering at people as you pass by <laughs> Don't cut me off, sucker. Sweet, sweet brother Lucas, you know, he got burned once when we went to the drive-in, and I think he's a little gun-shy about returning, so... Never again. We we let him have tonight off, but uh, I think he would have enjoyed this for what it was, all, all things considered, because, again, you have to take into consideration the setting. It's like if you go to a dine-in movie theater and you have a great meal, the movie's going up a bone. Like, I don't give a shit yeah, what the it, movie is. It's like a jaw screening when you're in the water on, a, on an interview. Exactly. Yeah, you know? Precisely, Nathan. Yeah. And this, if you're in a car watching Russell Crowe in a car for the majority of the film, you feel a synergy with him that is very special. Every time the screen gets hit with headlights, you're like, mmm, <laughs> this fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. So I remember seeing a couple interviews with Russell Crowe about this movie beforehand, and his main thing was, you know, you don't know what you're in for. Get ready. This is not your grandpa's thriller. Like, this is going to get you. It's going to get you. So he wasn't lying. He wasn't fucking lying. The first scene, he's sitting out 
in his car. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about this. Just fucking grimacing at this house. And we come to learn that it's his ex-wife's house or his estranged wife's house. And he goes in there with a hammer. Oh, man. Kills both her and her lover and then burns their house down. Yeah. That's the first that, scene. Yeah, that brutal opener, that double murder opener, because it plays, a lot of it plays on audio, too. Like, he goes yeah. in and leaves the car. And we you stay hear outside. hammers. You hear screams and hammers and clunks and wet clunks. Wet clunks, bro. Wet Whoa. clunks. And, I mean, it really sets the stage, I thought. I mean, it was, it's brutal, man. Yeah, all bets are off at that point. And at that point, I was like... Russell didn't lie to us. He's in it to win it. Like, he is all the way in for this. Because if you're trying to be likable or if you're trying to be, like, Mr. Movie Star, you don't start your movie with a brutal hammer double murder. It's hard to do do press junkets when when it opens like that. You're like, oh, my character, you know. (laughs) Tell us about your character, Russell. Yeah, Which is great. A departure for him is needed, right? Yes. Yeah. And we kind of thought it was going to be, like, falling down from the trailer. But he's immediately unhinged, so it didn't take he's just, anything. He's just unhinged. It's just he's unhinged. He's a maniac. Yeah. A villain. Yeah, a villain. And so he also has a weird southern accent in this, which I chalk up to anybody who was in charge didn't get a say in whether or not he got to do this accent. He decided. He's like, I'm here. I'm taking a pay cut. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. And yeah, his like, southern what, accent. What was his prep? What was his prep on this? Gain, gain 200 pounds? I mean, he's big as... <laughs> well, we'll talk about his weight. I'm sure it's going to come up in, yeah. in peaks, but he's as big as a house, man. Yeah. He's as yes. big as a and, house. And his accent is going in and out every other scene. I love that shit. I love that when, no, when nobody is checking an actor and they are exploring an accent that they are totally out of their depth with and it's going in and out every scene. I love when that happens. I think... I think he's coming uh, off of Roger Ailes. He was in that TV show as Roger Ailes, and he probably gained a ton of weight for that. So he was just like, I'm like, yeah, if you want to cast me, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's becoming big and sweaty. Here I come. Like, yeah. If I can be 300 pounds. And yeah, like talking about his appearance and his voice, I mean, like those were half of my notes. Like to describe his voice, I mean, you mentioned the Southern. It's there's a there's a thimble full of sling blade. Right, just yes, to give everybody yes. an idea, a thimbleful, a little sling blade. foghorn, leghorn, and <laughs> what I arrived to was it sounds like he's you know when you hold water in your mouth, it's yeah. like it's like that, it's like yeah, it's kind of like down here, because he's got like spittle, he's choking on his own fluids. <laughs> it's so just pissed. fucking weird. <laughs> so the problem, at least the problem that I see with this, is that. We meet the lead, the the woman who is going to be his foil, and she's not much more likable than than he is because, you know, she's not out there killing anybody, but they establish her as perpetually late, super irresponsible, and, like, that shit bugs me. Like, I'm not, like, super into rooting for her because she's so dumb. She's very she, dumb, yeah. Yeah, she's a sketch of a character. And and I thought, what is her character background? Yeah. Her, her background is just that she has baggage. You know what I mean? Y- yeah. She's, yeah. She's klutzy. She trips. She just got fired. So she – they could have done a little bit more with just a little, little bit more with her. But it's all that she is is just she has baggage. And she's not charming. And her character is going through a divorce. She has a precocious son. And her son seems to know more than she does at every turn. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where <laughs> – 
<laughs> they're riding in the car. A lot of this movie takes place in the car. It's all in and cars, her, yeah. And her son is trying to engage her in talking about Fortnite. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a gentleman of a certain age, and I'm already finding out that, you know, today's music isn't as good as it used to be. All this other shit. It's too goes damn loud. A, yeah, all this other shit that goes with being an old man. But, but... I know my Fortnite, and I knew enough to know that the shit that the kid was saying was outdated and didn't make much sense. Yeah. So I loved knowing that this kid's advice was bunk, but yeah. it does come back later. Yeah. Like the whole movie hinges yeah. on f- Fortnite strategy, which um, I thought I like was how you hilarious. Used hinge, hinge there, yeah. <laughs> it does hinge on that. <laughs> like the plot, you know that Fortnite's going to come back, and it's just that's going to be his plan to foil Mike Myers at the end. You know, like yeah, I love exactly. thinking about Russell Crowe as like a Mike Myers because there's scenes in here that are straight out of this Halloween remake. I mean, we'll Absolutely. Talk, yeah. there's kills, he, you know, he's out of control. He's out of control. You know, she's going to run afoul of him. There's going to be some traffic incident. And there is, it starts off. It's just like she cuts him off or something or he's sitting at a light and she yeah, does yeah, more she than, a, yeah, she does more than a throat clear. She does. Come on, motherfucker, you know, and that just yeah, a full honk, a, a full, full lay in of a honk. Yeah. He pulls up and he, he I think, I, does he mention something? He's like, you could have given a courtesy. He's courtesy, like, You could have simply just. <laughs> he knows the rules. Like, he's coherent enough to know. You could have given me yeah. a throat clear. <laughs> yeah, like, he does give her a chance to apologize. There he is does. a scene and like she that. She doesn't. She's, she's so like, fucking dumb. And the, the son's in the back like, apologize to this guy. <laughs> yeah, the son knows. He's like, in Fortnite, if you run afoul of somebody that's bigger than you, you apologize. But she doesn't. And before we know it, he's chasing her through the streets of, you know, Louisiana or wherever this was filmed. And there is shameless shameless t2 music ripoff with the metallic with the metallic scrapes and stuff brad fidel stuff most of the movie is just these car chases and you're either in or you're out with that shit you know i was in for crow as kind of a t1000 like he just is unrelenting yeah but she and and she's no sarah connor and so we just have to deal with the fact that you know, he's outwitting her at every step, and she's just like, for a long time, she's in this parking lot, just kind of <laughs> like trying to figure out what's going on. And yeah, oh, it's so frustrating. She's so weepy, you know, like yeah. it's they, so don't, they don't feel there's a big problem there. They don't feel like, you know, mother and son at all. No, like, they're just no. these two people that showed up at the casting call it's and like got thrown together. Babysitter and baby, you know, and the the exposition is super clunky she's she's going through a divorce and the dad is heard baggage you know just on the phone she has to meet with a lawyer and through a bunch of crazy mishaps russell crowe ends up with her phone and goes to meet the lawyer at this restaurant and i think i think this is the salad dragon yeah So Russell crams himself into a booth across from this dude, and he, just like in Cape Fear, he calls the guy counselor. 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 
<laughs> like, come he on. Southern accent, so he does. Yeah, he sounds a like a counselor. I wouldn't be surprised if Crow like insisted on having a Southern accent just to be able to say counselor. Like he back programmed it so that he could do an homage. Come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say that. My I'm mind goes there every time I hear counselor. You know. I'm surprised he didn't say that like 100. I, I did a little research on the writer. You know, it's it's Carl Ellsworth. He did Disturbia and Red Eye, which which is another okay. one of these. That makes sense. Those are those are far superior. I mean, I mean, Red Eye is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. But yeah, those are those great. one day, one time movies. And yep. and a lot of the times those movies get um, I mean, they get looked down upon because they're 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 but they're hard to write, you know, as a writer, yeah. you know, because she could just pick up a phone. I mean, yeah. And just call somebody or drive to a police station. And we're all thinking that. And the she movie's do over. a lot of things, you know, she the movie's over. But I, I felt like there was a few times where it did continue and, you know, and plausibly kept us in the car being chased by this yeah. guy, like the phone incident where he takes her phone, starts reading yeah. her contacts, which is one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> so he meets with the counselor and yep. slowly but surely the counselor realizes that he's not the friend that he says he is. He's this psycho that she's trying to warn him about this guy that's chasing her. And Russell ends up, wait, what happens? Does he stab him? <laughs> he grabs him and does like a face plant with him. Boom! <laughs> and the guy's like bewildered. But yeah. then there's a full pull down and a stab in the back, like the nape of the neck. Yes. Oh! And everyone's freaking out in this like Denny's or whatever they were. <laughs> he stabs him with like the Denny's knife. like With the salad fork. <laughs> It's either a knife or a pen or a salad fork. I can't remember. This is yeah. where we get, this is where we get fussy. Omniscient editorial note: He bludgeons the lawyer with a coffee mug and then stabs him in the neck with a butter knife. It is super violent, super oh, bloody. It is. People Kill. are taping it on their cell phones. And you just see, you just see Russell Crowe hulking around in this diner, like, oh my God, what if you saw that in real life? Yeah. Like, oh uh, yeah. my God, it's amazing he got into that booth, the, the size of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next point, he goes to the brother of our our hero, and the there I thought was kind of a mini dragon. Um, yeah. He lights the brother on fire and throws him at a copy machine. Do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's coming back to me. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a freaking horror show. It's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie—it's just—it's pure drive-in grindhouse bullshit. Yeah, you know, it's definitely and in that vein. You're supposed to be smoking while you watch this, making out while you watch this. You're supposed to have one eye on something else. And oh, if you can man. get into that mindset, you'll have a great time. But if you're sitting down with your fingers tented in front of your face looking for a coherent thriller, <laughs> that's not <laughs> what you're getting here. I'm all for these. I'm all for these, like, one day, one action, you know, like... Oh, like me too. I ride, love that You know, like, that's what got me there, right? I, I mean, overall, I, I don't know if it, it, it used Russell as well as it could have. I, I, I really love him. And, and you he have was a, there to play. The thing about him, he has nothing to lose. He doesn't care if right. he dies or, you know, and, and that sets you that sets it up and it could go any way. And I don't know if it got like fully extreme for me. I mean, it, it does. It does in a in a Mike Myers 
Halloween right. remake way, but like it could have gone even further. And if you actually cared about the characters, this shit would hit way harder. If Russell Crowe's character had a little bit of shading to him that he wasn't just completely psycho, it could like have falling been. Down. It could have been way yeah. more interesting. Like I don't falling know. down. Yeah, I like you just him need a little nugget of him prior to this madness you know i mean i like him unhinged too but But you're not completely unhinged your movie's gonna stay at a certain level of shallow to come back to this girl though i mean she she really was the drip i i felt she was very weepy and we didn't talk about that she looks almost exactly like ray from star wars i mean i called her i called her disneyland cast member ray you know how they they come up (laughs) yeah and like damn she's good you know like damn she's good but it's not right it's sort of not right yeah um it's just a little off and that the makes kid, it way off the kid was in the child's so play distracted. remake he's not great okay. he's okay listen you were banging on that kid during the child's play remake that kid is good at looking sad and or scared oh yeah you, that's right. i mean yeah. we gotta give we gotta give credit where due because there's always going to be a demand for scared crying children in movies that can do it believably yeah he was andy he was andy okay. i'm just sour on the child's play remake which lodge master of course cool, yeah understandable yeah. understandable all right we could keep fuzzily reminiscing about this or we could just go to them unhinged bones <laughs> Nathan, just swing all the way through. What do you got here? Well, you know, like, I love this kind of stuff. I mean, it's a genre movie. It's a B movie. And it has grindhouse elements, you know. And, and I, I, I was excited that Russell would, would stoop to this, you know. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I, I kind of love that he would just be like, I'm going to kill everybody, you know. And that's the whole draw. It's a, good, it's a good sign of things to come, maybe. If he's willing to do something like this, then he's willing to do better stuff that's still in this area, you know. Yeah, like, let him play Which in these great. dark, dark worlds. I didn't find a lot here for myself. I mean, to me, there's not a lot of meat on the bones. I thought the girl and the, the, the there were weird ages, the girl and then the son. And then there's a brother character who's like, he should have been older. Yeah. It was just so confusing, the age. I don't know who they were appealing to. So to me, it just didn't. <laughs> uh, and there's a couple of things where where characters are set up, like protectors at a gas station came and just set up to <laughs> set up for Russell to hit like a hammer and a nail. Uh, and those scenes were really brutal. And I, I like I think fans will like will respond to those those kills. Sure. Uh, but for me, it just didn't have enough meat on the bones. I'm I'm like, ugh, I have a hard time giving this more than uh, I, I was like one and a half. I'm sort of a two bone. Yeah, just I'm one okay. bone for Crow and one bone for yeah. like the, the wraparound, you know, danger and excitement of, of, of the piece. But it just didn't deliver for me. So I like that's two me. bones for Brother Nathan, <clears throat> Brother Bishke, for what you remember. Yeah, what, do you got? what I remember. The movie was called Unhinged. Yes. And it was unhinged. It was just... It was. It delivered on its promise. The Russell Crowe gift... Scene after scene of Unhinged. The Russell Crowe gift was in the movie, and he, and he it was... It was. He was everything I was hoping for. The living gift. There was a birthday party going on at the drive-in. There was an unhinged birthday yes. party. Com- complete all, with yeah. whippersnappers. Girls. All girls under 13 years It was like 13-year-old <laughs> girls watching Russell Crowe as unhinged. They were playing soccer before, before sundown. They were having a great time. Yep. I was just like... Is this an unhinged birthday party? Do, do, do they know what they're about to watch? Like, they all, yeah, this yeah, is- yeah. There was a row of there was a row of Mylar balloons, and then after the double brutal opener, one just got let go, and I was like, "That's perfect." <laughs> 
perfect. Oh my god, <laughs> they'll last it forever. I kind of wanted to like talk to him and just like understand who who are you. No, I. But I, fans um, of Les Mis, who knows, man? I would love an exit, <laughs> an exit interview for them. Um, they had opening credits that was just viral road rage, and I thought it was just. Oh yeah, it was just oh, yeah. a sign of the time. Like you know, if it was if like a nineties opener on the freeways of Los Angeles this year, it is just road rage, hundred miles an hour city, and yeah. so I thought it fit its time. It is so basic. It's so meat and potatoes thriller. It's exactly what I wanted. It's got a hard charging villain, and I always like that. <laughs> so he's it, hard it, charging. He's he hard, hard charging. charging. Confirmed. It gets a bump because of the drive-in experience. So I'm giving you two sure. and a half bones. I, Whoa! I, okay. Jesus. I had, Jesus I had a, a lovely time at the drive-in, even though it disappeared from my memory quickly after. And yeah. it's fun talking yeah. about it. Unhinged is here for a good time, not for a long time. We're lucky to have what we got from it. Yeah, and it's the first so, movie with like a decent budget because most of these movies we've seen in lockdown have had just miserable budgets, but this one had yeah was at least you know yeah, had some. It felt sort of like a movie. High budget kills. <laughs> you know, I I can't I can't go that far into love and light with this one. I did. I hey, I agree with everything you guys said, but my projector bulb's a little more dim on this one. You know, I got to give a full bone to Russell. I love this this new direction. I hope he keeps the weight. I hope he keeps the insane bad guy potential that he has. And I got to give a half bone to just the atmosphere of the drive-in and the unhinged birthday party unfolding around us. And that's where I top out. It's one and a half bones for me. I can't go any higher, but yeah. I did enjoy it. it. I had a good, good. time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to do great when it comes to video rental, when yeah. it comes to streaming. Yeah. Like people are gonna people are gonna find it. You see that face and <laughs> like it's over. You're renting it. Your hand is automatically gonna rent that. Oh, shit. Russell Crowe. He's so, good. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't wait till families sit down together and they're like, Oh, we all agree that we like Russell Crowe. And then, boom, double Thanksgiving movie. Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> oh, my God. One and a half bones for me, but I, I do recommend it to anybody listening to us because, I mean, you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> so Get the drive-in if you got a drive-in. That's unhinged, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. We made it through traffic with Russell Crowe, and uh, we look forward to more from him. Wow. Love and Light Boys. Both Love. these boys are doing the gif right now. They're doing the gnash of the teeth. Mm. Wish you could see it. Uh, hold, hold water in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Love and Light, everybody. Love and Light. Love and Light. Help!